The petition in the opening prayer that we may hasten without stumbling reminds me of a, a prayer of that was called, I think it was called the Irish Blessing. In certain petitions, like may God go before us with his strength, God bless us. May he be behind us with his protection, God bless us, and so on. And maybe one of more facetious um, a, a petition, maybe that the priest who was doing it made it up himself in this way of saying, and may, God, may you never stumble over a stool that's not in your way, God bless us. <laughs> so, you get that? So sometimes we, you know, if, if we follow God's plans, he really does remove obstacles for us, particularly spiritual obstacles, meaning uh, the, the tyranny of the demons over our person, they want to scratch at us and set up obstacles, uh, uh, stumbling blocks along the way to salvation. And truly our guardian angels assist us with that help of clearing the path. Now we must do the work ourselves as, as the, the Advent uh, uh, theme is, is, is make, make a highway for the Lord, make, make straight his paths. So he wants us to, to remove the path, but sometimes we put obstacles there in our way. You know, we sometimes become the carpenters of our own crosses. And then therefore, blame, you know, point the uh, finger to others, blaming, uh, other, you know, sometimes others. We human beings are very strange creatures in that way that we, you know, we create problems for ourselves and then, uh, and then um, maybe even expect the government to, to uh, <laughs> fix the problem. And, you know, that, that's not by God's design. Rather, uh, seek first the kingdom of God, as the hymn is, and then all the rest shall come to us besides. All the other cares and concerns will fall into place. It is in keeping, though, when we seek the kingdom of God, we shall be in countercultural. The, 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 the world will clamor after us, and, and, but that's only proof that you're on the right road. <laughs> uh, the demons don't want us to follow this road, so um, you, you know, if you, yeah, the, the discernment of spirits in the moment is that when you're, when you're in God's good graces and there's noise and clamor and confusion and storms around you, that's probably proof that you're in God's you're on the straight and narrow road heading towards that narrow gate, the sacred heart of Jesus, because the demons want to shake you out of it. So they're, make, they're creating noise. Just don't, don't be bothered by that. Don't be shaken by the storm. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Whereas people who are not in God's good grace, and you know, God gives us, uh, give, hopefully gives them the sense of a, some <coughs> sense of conscience, uh, and that sometimes is, gets dulled too, but uh, it's God's gift to, to be able to say, yeah, I'm not in God's grace right now. And there is actually storms around the person uh, because they're not, in God, they're not in the light of Christ. That's God allowing their world to be shaken in order to shake them out of a habit of sin. So uh, crosses are, are healthy, and, and that way it keeps us on the straight and narrow. And it's also a confirmation uh, that God, you know, take up your cross and follow me. And we're in good company. Experience the cross of Jesus Christ in the state of grace, which actually is the context for bringing um, uh, graces for yourself, for your loved ones, actual graces, but also suffrages for the souls in purgatory because they can't do anything for themselves from that point on um, when they rely on your, on your, on your, on your prayers. So the, uh, the month of, of November is dedicated to the holy souls in purgatory. Today I wanted to mention, emphasize, uh, of, of Jesus coming into the house of Zacchaeus. And that way, that's figurative also for us uh, that Jesus comes into the home of our lives. And uh, what he does, he does two main things as he comes. He is the herald of good news from his father's house. 
He wants to, Jesus wants to tell us who God the Father is. And he, he relishes when we just sit and listen and ponder the mystery and with, with Jesus in the Holy Spirit. So this heralding of the gospel, is a herald is one who is faithful to the message. And Jesus is faithful to the message that our Heavenly Father is all merciful as well as all just. But so benevolent, he wants to share the gift of his Holy Spirit. And when we pray, Lord, give us this gift, he, he will give it to us. And, uh, and so in being a herald of the gospel, he doesn't add anything. Certainly God cannot do this. He cannot contradict himself. He who is truth cannot tell you an error or a lie. He cannot lie to you. He cannot be lied to. So that's, that's the context of faith. The faith walk has that certitude that I am following the truth. And, uh, and uh, as long as I stay in, in, in this, uh, this gift that, the, that, the, that our, our Lord gives us, the gift of faith, we, we have that certitude that we shall not be, uh, be, be uh, we will not fall over the edge, we will not be lost. And, and so the heralding of the gospel is saying that there's good news. Salvation has come to the house of Israel today. And, well, the people of God. Salvation is available for us because God is in our midst. He's in our midst as the word, that good news. The good news is that God cares for us. He, he loves you so much. That's the good news. And that having experienced that deep, profound, un, uh, uh, unconditional love, which is a, a divine way of loving, unconditional, meaning I love you not because you deserve it, but because I desire that you participate in my love. And that's the, I want you to participate in it. I want, I want to build you up. And, uh, and then therefore being built up, you will have strength to be faithful to each other. But most importantly, uh, God says to you, you will have strength to be faithful to me. But so then when that heralding of the gospel is the good news that God the Father loves us. And he sent his son Jesus. And Jesus says uh, to one of the apostles, Philip, when you see me, you see the Father. So Jesus is the image of the Father, uh, of the image. Jesus is mercy incarnate. Jesus is charity. And he does, Jesus doesn't have charity. He doesn't have a, a loving disposition. He is love. And so uh, he doesn't have uh, the, the ability to forgive. He is mercy. He is mercy. Mercy incarnate. And that's the good news. And so the herald is faithful in giving the good news, and he asks, those apostles in particular, those who are sent out to do this same ministry of proclaiming the good news. And they are to be faithful to the message, not adding anything to it, like, like new doctrines that would be contradictory, nor holding anything back, like, like not, holding, you know, not giving the entire truth. You know, and that's what the demons do. The devil wants to give some truths for the sake of, of wooing people, but then sowing into it lies. So we're giving half-truths when it's not from God. Ultimately, when, yeah, well, um, when, when things don't come from, from God, it's, it's going to be, there's going to be an admit, admixture of error. Now, God made the, the world, and so there's truth in that insofar as it being a, a creature of God, such as the beauty of the earth and, uh, or just the, the beauty of our, our music or, or, or the beauty of, uh, of, of how you can even connect it with, uh, with uh, Euclidean geometry, strange as it may sound, is so beautiful when you see the connections uh, of how the mathematics with geometry kind of work together. It's uh, just really cool. 
and you see the beauty, you can intellectually you can see the beauty of that. That, that God created. Because he who, he who orders all things in the world orders them sweetly. And that's a reflection of he who is the orderer. And so to praise God in his, cre in his creation is, a, is a, an invitation to look towards the creator and then therefore praise him for he who is or, or, uh, not just order. <laughs> you know, it's not that God just has it together. <laughs> okay, He is beauty himself. And therefore he demonstrates that by way of being in truth and goodness, goodness of, of will, and, uh, and, uh, and in all the other attributes of, of, uh, of being all-knowing, all-caring. And, all, and therefore, people would say, well, if God is all-knowing and all-caring and all-loving, how can there be such you know, evil in the world? God allows, the, the evil didn't come from God, it came from uh, an ill will, an evil will, that is the, the demons. And uh, because the free free will is, uh, is is possible, and heaven exists, therefore heaven could have been freely rejected. And when that's done in the spirit world, there is uh, there is selfishness, which is isolation from God. Therefore, that's what hell is. Hell is isolation from God, and th that was created by the ill will, non serviam. I don't want to serve. So the good news preached, the herald of the gospel, does not preach the error, does not preach the hatred, but, but lives the truth and lives the goodness as they preach it. You know, hopefully we, we, we can uh, not just say with our words what we believe, but with our actions. And those, those apostles were sent out to do just that. And if a person does not, is not faithful to the message, then uh, that, that develops a problem there. Uh, in medieval days or whenever there was war, say uh, in a battlefield, the, uh, the herald, the one, the messenger from the king to the commander on the field would make sure that they are delivering the message from the king. Every word for word, but without retaining, without having any error mixed into it, adding anything of their own, or withholding certain information, but they will give everything and only what was given to them to, to uh, transmit. And uh, if, they, if they did something, it certainly will, or even by accident, perhaps, off with their head, you know, they, they, because there's a, it's the, the salvation of souls are at stake for making sure the message gets through. And, um, and, and then so the, the herald of the gospel is important in the Catholic Church that we are certain. We have, our, our faith means, what does it mean by keep the faith? Yes, it means live the teachings of the church, and, and, and profess I believe them even if I don't understand completely I still believe it's an ascent of the intellect and that's the way I'm saying I believe and actually by my belief it will help my understanding faith seeking deeper understanding that's the way it works and so uh, and, and so when we then receive these, these teachings from the church for 2,000 years we are uh, it's, it's not like new doctrines are added to the scriptures but rather it's the it's, what we're receiving is the essence of the gospel, but then it's, there's a development of doctrine. Things kind of unfold and expand in its original meanings. And, uh, and it comes down to us unhindered in a way that it, it's full and intact with its integrity that it had from the very start. When the word goes out, it will, it will go out from the mouth of God, and it will produce the effect that it intends, that the Lord intends. And, uh, and so that's our experience. To express this importance of, of being certain that the Lord gives us the truth 
and that that truth will remain despite human interaction and through the passage of time. Is I've done uh, certain activities, maybe it was a confirmation class or something like this. I'll put the kids in a circle uh, with the other adults around participating perhaps, and then uh, I would play telephone. You ever do that? You know, you sit in a circle and you, you one person only starting out at an origin, whisper a, a message to one person and then that person receives it and then they transmit it to the next person. Uh, and so it's, it's uh, trans say there's 20 people there representing say 20 centuries as it goes through the whole group and it comes back to the or original transmitter, the original person who started the message. You know, my, my socks are red, white, and blue. You know, and it goes around and it ends up being, my gym shorts are, are dirty now and I can't wear them now. <laughs> so, the essence changed, that's a problem. When the, and the whatness actually changed. You know, sometimes you might, my, my socks have a, you know, a spotted red, white, and green. You know, maybe some, if, if the essence was still there, and then that, that's good. You know, certain things kind of break down uh, and, it's, and it's accident, the accidents kind of change, but the essence is truly still there. And that, that's, that, that would be still impressive if they, but a lot of times, especially you get, even just with four people, you know, the transmission of human language breaks down. Uh, and then the message did not come through sometimes in its integrity. It lost its integrity. The meaning, the, 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 the whatness changed somewhere along the way. And, uh, and I told the kids, do the best you can to, to, and don't, don't fool around, don't on purpose change it. Because the purpose of this exercise is to try your best to, let's see if, if it is the same, that's the goal. And a lot of times it was just entirely different. So that demonstrated that with mere human cooperation and, and the, doing the best we can with human language and through the passage of time, the message falls apart. It will, it will, it will, uh, it, it will not come through. And, but not with the Catholic Church, not with the message of the gospel, because the gift of the Holy Spirit in transmitting this message of the gospel, the traditions of the church with the gospel and the magisterium of the, the teaching authority of the church maintains the integrity of this, this gospel message, uh, that Jesus truly is God. He, he suffered on the cross, rose from the grave, established a church, and then through this church, he gives us the sacraments through the sacraments, we have a participation in his body on the cross. So that, you know, the, the, and, and with the Holy Spirit being the soul of this, this body, is, is, you, know, you, have a, you have a structure, you have a skeleton of the body. Well, that's, you know, the, human, the humanness. Uh, but also you have the flesh on it. And Jesus is that living, that living flesh that comes to give life to our body. But then a body without a soul is, you know, that, that's not really... Uh, the true image to be given. So the Holy Spirit is the soul of the Catholic Church, Jesus being that life-giving principle, and his body is the life. So you can see how this works, works together, is that with the, the message will come through, and we're given, uh, you know, certain things can change and will change and do change, like certain disciplines. They can change, they discipline, uh, it changes for the sake of upholding the teaching at the moment as it applies to people's lives where they are. Customs change, you know, they come and go. But what does not change in, is the essence of the teaching. The dogmas of the Catholic Church are, are lights along the path of faith and they will not go out. They're, they're there for us. And once they're lit, they stay lit. And in fact, they're gonna help light others. Again, it's more like pieces of a puzzle. The dogmas are like individual pieces of the puzzle. 
and, and catechesis is explaining the, those pieces, but it's not just explaining the individual pieces of, of, of the whole Catholic story. But catechesis also shows how the pieces fit together, how the pieces fit together to then demonstrate the whole panorama of God's plan of salvation. And so we have great cause for hope that God has not abandoned us and he will not abandon us. Uh, he, he brought the bride of Christ, the church, with all its human elements into union with his divine person and she will not falter. Uh, he's, a, he's with us in the boat and even if there's a storm, well, I'll just ask him, calm the storm, Lord. But, and even if he chooses not to calm the storm, let it be a comfort to each of us that in the midst of the storm, as long as I'm with you, Jesus, then we're safe. We're, we're, we won't sink. And um, even, if we, even if it is a, a death in some way, that's a promise of a resurrection in some way. A seed remains only a seed if it doesn't die. But if it does die, it grows into something bigger than it was before. And I, you know, that's what the church goes through certain times of, of thriving and certain times of stagnation and whatever. You know, every 500 years is like, seems to be a huge change in, in church, church history. And, and it's, you know, so don't worry about change. It's what cannot change is our love for our, his love for us and then our love in return as expressed in the dogmas uh, the, of the gift that Jesus gives us. The, the, that's called the analogy of faith, of how the teachings mold into one big picture. That's called the analogy of faith. That's a gift from God for us. So that's what, that's what the, uh, Jesus does for us in coming into our home, into the home of our hearts. He tells us who the Father is and who he is in relation to the Father. And this, this is celebrated in the Holy Spirit, the breath of God. One thing I'd like to uh, end with then and rest with is Jesus then comes into our midst. Uh, he's saying salvation has come to this house, meaning to each of us, to your own homes, but even your individual home, the, the, the home the, under, under the roof of your soul, on, in your heart, where he comes in holy communion. And by this communion with Jesus in his body and blood, we have communion with the Father and the Holy Spirit, where then Jesus then says, yes, salvation has come to this house today. He says that to each of us. Uh, he himself is the gift of the Father, while the Holy Spirit is the gift. But it's, it, it has to be, when you experience one divine person, you have the other two present. And, uh, and so that, that's, that's the way they are. You know, they're family. They stay together. <laughs>